hi hi welcome to diary of a very normal nigerian girl and it's our first episode i'm your host dupia mom so i've been debating on how to begin this season then it clicked let's talk about family after all they say Charity begins at home. I'm tapping myself on the back in my head like, Oh, Dupiam, you're such a genius. You started from the basics. <laughs> Anyways, let's pray it stays that way. On that note, the topic for today's episode is, drumroll please, The Immediate. Yay! Yay. You have to admit, that title is like, movie worthy the big question here is did your immediate family affect or influence how you turned out to be as a nigerian girl for me the answer is like a definite yes i'll tell you why the dictionary has defined a lot but i'll just give you the basic definitions first of all a family is a group of people related by blood or marriage or adoption. Then, an immediate family is a family unit consisting of a parent or parents and their children. Kaput. Simple. like. <laughs> Interesting factual though, the word family is coined from early modern English, family. That is with an IE, which is from Latin familia, from famulus, which means servant, or famula, which means female servant. Does that mean family means servant? Think about it. <laughs> but let me not stray. Where was I again? Oh, of course, family definitions. So, a family is an immediate family is consists of um, the father, the mother, and the children, basically, or the single parents and the children. Although, although our generation has fine-tuned that definition a bit, like really just a little tweak there. We now get father, father, and children, or mother, mother, and children, or single parent and children, or I like this one, the transparent, get it, like transparent, not transparent, of course, but transparent and children. See, I do little mind tricks there. <laughs> Mine was father, mother, and six children. I grew up with four sisters and, of course, my brother. And I must say, we are quite the average Nigerian family. The little Jara. <laughs> the Jara you would know soon. Like every other family, we are raised with rules or restrictions, you might say. During outings, normal, 
don't collect food from strangers don't collect anything from strangers if you were to go out for a birthday party for example no if you danced and you won a gift or at the end of the party they just give you party packs you cannot open it you cannot eat the content you cannot do anything until it reaches the house and once it reaches the house mommy and daddy has to pray or daddy has to pray for it before you eat it then at home ah this one was very common in my house don't open the door for anybody whether it is your parent friend or somebody you know especially if they are not around are you crazy <laughs> then don't eat food from your neighbor's house in fact don't go visiting your neighbor without permission okay story time like this ones i remember not so many years ago we we live in a compound we live in a compound that has different apartments so we have close neighbors then there was this young man let me just name him mr a this young man his house was just next to ours we're very familiar with him like my family, my parents liked him, we were nice to him. Sometimes we can, mom will send us to give him food or something like that, just familiarize. And then he seemed decent. I mean, he was not the carry women kind of guy. And he even had, he had I think he had a fiance. Yes, I think so. And she came around sometimes. So as children we we're very comfortable with him we not see any problem with him then one of these days um my younger sister and i were just idling away outside there was no subscription for dstv and so we're just staying outside around late afternoon and then he came he came home and he asked us ah, why are you why are you people sitting outside like that? Come on, watch TV in the house now. And me, I was eager. Like I have not watched Disney or Nickelodeon in a very long time, as far as I'm concerned. And the way things are going, I don't think they are going to sub for DSTV anytime soon. So the antenna in my ear just the thing. Go and watch TV. Catch up before your friend to come and gist you what you've not watched before and you'll be feeling left out and it did not occur to me that well the pm you're going to your neighbor's house without permission i was like okay since it's mr a everybody knows mr a we're cool with him no problem and then i went with my sister and we watched cartoon until night fell and we did not know night fell and me as the older one was just sitting around watching cartoon with all comfort then my sister started nudging me and like Tufiam let's go Tufiam let's go 
I was like, wait first now, me trying to be the nice, uh, decent girl, don't want to disappoint our hosts, like, we just came around, I want to start going, I was like, chill first now, wait first, I didn't say chill, I was younger, I can't say chill at that time, they would have said I'm almost ghetto, I said, wait first now, <laughs> and then, okay, at some point, we started feeling uncomfortable, so, being the elder sister, I now asked him, Sir, please, can we go? He was like, wait now, you're not eating anything yet. And I said, no, don't worry. Let me, let us go. So, he now said, okay. Okay, now you can go. We left. It was once, immediately I stepped my feet outside, outside Mr. A's house. As when all the sense that left me when I heard watch tv <laughs> came back i realized that hey god my mother said we should not go and visit anybody's house without her permission what have i done i have gone to visit with my innocent sister gone to visit a single man's home at that juncture i did not realize that i put me I put my sister in danger. If anything happened, I will not be able to attest for it. At that point, <laughs> at that juncture, I didn't knew he fucked up. At that juncture, pardon my language, Dupiam knew she messed up real bad. Like, I was properly doomed. And I just quietly walked home. Little did I know that they've been looking for us for a while. My mother was already worried. Sick. Maybe we opened the door and entered the house. She was like, "Where have you been?" In fact, let me just let me just read it like a two-person conversation. Like I'm reading it from my mind. Where were you? I'm trying to use my mom's tune. Where were you? I was at Mr. A's house watching TV. Are you stupid? No answer. <laughs> Do you know that you're a girl? What if something happened to you and your sister? Do you want to disgrace me? Should you want to disgrace me? Then I like my mom's pattern. When she wants to flog you, like flog you, <laughs> she will start teaching you like a session. Do you know why I'm going to beat you? If you say no, she slaps your head. Do you know why I'm going to beat you? Then she'll tell you. I'm going to beat you because you went to this so-so-and-so person's place without telling me. Do you know that it is wrong? If you like, don't know. <laughs> Whether you know or you don't know, agree. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, they will still beat you. But seriously, after that day, <laughs> if I, when she asked, I actually said, yes, I know why. And I told her because I went to Mr. A's house without telling you to watch TV. At that point, I feel like I know she must have felt embarrassed or probably disappointed. Because we knew, she knew, we knew 
that there was maybe no money on ground. That's why they didn't sub or something like that. Or they had other important, very important issues to settle, like school fees. <laughs> but I was just ignorant and stupid at that moment. Do you know after that anyway, they, they subbed. They subbed because they could not take that such embarrassing things. They will not risk losing their child's sanity and health for TV. But that's just by the way. I was flogged. I was flogged. And I'm glad I, f- I was flogged because I learned my lesson hard. The, the annoying thing is that my family is a family that has plenty of rules. We're girls' children. You have to have rules. There are eyes everywhere. This world is very unsafe for the female gender. And my mom had to hold us tight so we don't lose God. <laughs> and I, I can say I was, I was like the robot. I obeyed every single detail. So after this in- incident happened, I realized that, well, I thought I was perfect somehow. I thought I was the perfect child. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I messed up deep. After that day, I couldn't, I couldn't even look the man in the eye. He must have wondered why. Or may not is an adult. You should have known why. I was ashamed of myself. But I've learned. This is how our families. This is how Nigerian families are built. They are built around rules. And passed down rules. Sincerely. My mother did not kill me. So you will not kill me. Those, I'm, just, I'm just jesting. Those kind of rules. Then there's chores. Ah, there's chores at home. Okay, we lived with aunties, so they did the chores for us. Then when we were growing up and they were leaving or getting married, we started learning how to do those chores. And the smallest in my household is washing plates. And the most annoying chore in my household is washing plates because you will wash everybody's plate and guess what yeah six children two parents and probably other people living in the house with you i've never it's just recently that we're adults and we really scattered that i've been in the house and we're just four people i've been used to having 10 11 minimum was eight and that was when it was just us and my parents so you can see that kind of situation you're washing eight people's plates and if they ate gary and soup imagine that you wash gary plates you wash soup plates you wash the gary bowl that they used to make gary for everybody but that was not even the problem the biggest issues about plates is p-o-t-s pots do you know the worst thing is it's not just that it is pots, is that we used at that time we used a kerosene stove. And if the kerosene stove isn't set right, my dear, you are washing a black pot. <laughs> so that was that. But then there was a graduation period. After a while, when your younger sibling has grown to a particular age, the job transfers. So you grow. Then you start 
arranging the room, you probably sweep the parlors or you clean up the kitchen. And oh, I feel sorry for my younger sister because my younger brother, even as he's old enough, has not grown to that age. <laughs> but hey, I'm bantering you before somebody will come for me. We all know who. When we graduated to the next stage, it was like the confirmation of adulthood. I told you earlier, I was the goody two shoes. I probably still am. The, no. But I did my chores. I loved to do them. In fact, making places clean was a delight for me. P.S. I like to impress my parents. I don't know of any Nigerian or any child in general that doesn't want to impress his or her parents. So I was pleased when they were pleased. Plus, I don't want anybody to shout on me. It's not like it's America that they'll say, Mom, I don't want to wash plates today, please. If you don't wash it, something will hit you. Be it slippers, or cane, or gary toner, or broom. Something's got to hit a man. <laughs> but the thing about Nigeria is, even if your parents aren't training you, outsiders you will train you. And your parents have that pride that they don't want outsiders to start feeling this woman doesn't know how to train her children. This man doesn't know how to take care of his children. Therefore, they have to give you that strictness. And I can say, see, raising children is not easy normally, especially in this kind of economy. So I don't blame them. But the Nigerian system, Nigerian training system came with plenty flaws. We learned, we learned how to be highly respectful. Like I don't know of any other country that has good level of respect that this country has, maybe Asia, because those people are wild. <laughs> But in terms of expressing yourself, I think the training system, after all, scripture says, train up a child the way she will, when he is old, he will not depart from it, right? So the training system dumbed us, did not really dumb us, suppressed our eagerness to express ourselves, maybe talent except that talent was really your driving force and you could not just control it maybe in career choices it's very common that they choose your career for you it was very very common at some point children don't even know what they really want they just go with what their parents say so that system suppressed the true persona in the child and I said, I said earlier that my own raising came with Jara. The Jara was that we were trained a little bit like white people. My father had a different pattern of thinking. And he worked to an extent, although 100% Nigerian. Nothing can shift that. That's what he was. He was a sweet man, but he was still Nigerian. So the Nigerian man in him would not control or contend with some nonsense. Then character development character development okay that goes with respect my family i don't know 
I don't know if me being introverted or I don't even think I'm introverted anymore. See me talking to my phone like a chapter box. But that's by the way. I don't know if it stopped me from from making some certain decisions or taking some certain bold steps and something like that. But bottom line is the true fact is the family's influence on a girl child is massive. It's like the deal breaker, it's the biggest thing. If the family doesn't influence you perfectly, you might be influenced by outsiders. But what happens at home is like the foundation to what the child becomes. And that was that's the foundation to who I've who I've become. I remember <laughs> I remember when we were much younger and my mom my mom had this wooden shoe I don't know but strangely that shoe was one size fits all and we had different fit sizes <laughs> but we had to wear that shoe and walk from one end of her room to the other, to the other end I can promise you I was the worst at walking if you see my walking step today you probably accept it <laughs> but Aside that, she always said things like, that's not lady, like, you laugh out loud, too loud, that's not lady, like, everything was not lady, like, seriously, my dress sense was not lady, like, I, when it comes to being lady, like, I'm assuring you, number one, I was the worst of the worst, I admit it, 100%, nobody should judge me, because I still came out wonderful, sweet parfait child <laughs> but i learned i learned from those things the funny thing is when my brother came along and he started walking he started walking in a very funny pattern and nobody said anything about it and one day i said why is nobody saying anything about the way my brother walks what is up with that and then my mom said something he said he's a guy I don't, know, I don't think that was my mom that said that. I think it was one of my sisters. He's a guy. And I don't like that idea of raising, seriously raising up the child, the girl child, and then letting the guy grow on his own. They'd be like, let him express himself and all that. It, it really doesn't work. But no, I'm not out here to be a feminist chauvinist i don't know which one i'm being right now i'm here to talk about myself and how andrea has changed my life forever (laughs) anyway that's really it for me i can say that the family is a very solid ground in raising a nigerian girl child if you thought otherwise think again thank you very much for listening in this was a lovely 20 something minutes that i've spent chatting inside my phone but we will be live next week thank you very much for listening once again i'm your host dupia mom
if you enjoy this blabbing i've been blabbing for a while now and you have questions and want a conversation with me that is the voice you're hearing right now please follow me on instagram at dupiam simon mom my full complete name or you can send me an email on this address bevymom at gmail.com bevy like b-e-r-v-i-e at gmail.com or better still send me a message on the platform you're using to listen thank you very much once again bye